What's going on, everybody? It is your favorite night, Pine Saturday. I am your host, Josh Stanton, accompanied by my co-host and the other half of Team Cool Dads, Jack McMullen. What's going on, Jack? Nothing much, my boy. How, how you doing, man? Man, feeling good. Feeling good. Excited to uh, to take a few scoops out of the bucket tonight. Uh, we have three scoops uh, prepared for you guys tonight, and then a awesome mystery scoop that Jack has cooked up um, that we're excited to give you guys. So just can't wait to get into it, man. It's been a long week. How was the work week for you, brother? Bro, you, you already know, man. It, it, it was a grind. But, hey, it, it is officially Pine Saturday. The boy started a new diet. So uh, I'm, I'm expecting some sugar sweats to occur as I uh, crack the top of, of my pint. But definitely going to, you know, reward myself. It's been, a, it's been a long week, my boy, but I'm happy to make it. And uh, looking forward to uh, discussing some good scoops with the, you know, with the folks here. So let's get into it, my man. Yeah, we, but before we get into those, those three scoops, we kind of want to update you on last week's podcast. Uh, I remember that, Beck, we talked about that we were GMs, right? Remember, and uh, didn't we say something about hiring or firing us? Because I think there's an answer to that question, and it would be fired. Because yeah. the Colts did nothing that we expected. Jack, you want to break down what happened? Yeah, absolutely. So we would we would both be fired. Uh, the, the Colts came out uh, with a rather strong stance and, and said that they're going to roll with the quarterbacks that they currently have in the room. You know, whether that's Wentz coming back healthy uh, in time for uh, week one or, or rolling with the two two rookies. I didn't even think about this, Josh. But they also drafted um, the kid from Texas um, uh, in the sixth round, Ellinger. Sam Eckler. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they got two rookies that, who knows, man, could turn out to be, like, you know, studs or, or gamers. Uh, I mean, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. They have confidence in the young cats. If Wentz comes back, he'll come back. We don't, you know, probably not for a long period of time knowing Wentz, but, hey, let's see how it turns out. But, yes, we're definitely fired, man. We're Cam. Our, our GM career started, and it is officially ended. <laughs> so if you guys picked fired, you were 100% correct. If you hired, we appreciate the support. But you yeah, were we- wrong. Hey, we, we appreciate the support, and I'll be sending my resume because I am currently <laughs> looking for a job. <laughs> all right guys we're excited uh you know first and foremost this is the pod for the people um we appreciate uh your interaction with us we appreciate you guys listening um big shout out uh to mr mcmullen and mr stanton um hey jack did you notice that we have a couple five-star reviews i did i did indeed so uh who, whoever is showing the love greatly appreciated uh hope you guys continue to tune in um, you know, and, and, and you know what I'm, I'm a little upset about is we've been looking for our first like guest to, to join the pint Saturdays with the boys. And, uh, so far I haven't been able to lock anything down, had some, uh, scheduling conflicts, but look, we, we I want to make this happen, whether it's somebody, uh, you know, that's close to us, uh, Kev or, or big germ or somebody that's just listening, Hey, reach out. We'll make it happen. We'll we'll discuss whatever you want to talk about, sports and non-sports. Let's make it happen. Let's get somebody on the pod. You know, you guys are probably uh, sick and tired of hearing me and Josh talk about the Mets and and the Rays. Come on. Let's talk about your teams. Tell us why your team is better than ours. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. And and I'll just just throw in a little sprinkle as a 
bold prediction, which is going to get us into the first scoop of the night. But my bold prediction is we have our first guest on uh, next Saturday. I don't know, Jack. I got a good feeling. I think that we're going to lock this one down. I'm not sure who it's going to be yet, but we're going to lock it down. Let's pray it doesn't fall on a date night for one of one of our good friends, you know, because uh, if it does, you know, they're bailing on us. But, hey, we'll, we'll lock it down. Bold <laughs> prediction. First guest on, on Pine Saturdays. Can't wait to, you know, can't wait to uh, chat with whoever it may be. All right, guys, let's go ahead and hop our first scoop of the night. Uh, everyone knows the preseason is, is fully rocking and rolling right now. So, we want to give a little uh, bold predictions for our teams um, finishing up training camp, going into preseason, and what we could see during the regular season. Obviously, you guys know Jack is a, a Washington football team fan. I am a New York football Giants fan. We're in the same division. We play each other every year. It's great banter back and forth. Um, so, Jack, you want to with your bold predictions for your Washington football team. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's do it like a, a snake draft. I go, you go kind of scenario. I like it. Let's do it. You have to hear me talk too much. Bull prediction. I'm coming out hot right out the gate. Let's hear it. Hey, hey, and, and, and I'm and I'm sure I'm going to get a reaction from you, my man. Washington football team wins the NFC East. Ooh, I, can I do a rapid reaction right away? Yeah, right. Go ahead. Give it to me. I, As a I New York... New York Giants fan, I want to hear it. If the New York football Giants don't win the division, it will be the Washington football team. Bold so prediction. That- the, the, the Washington football team wins the NFC East. You didn't let me finish. By a landslide. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. There's a 0% chance All right. that. It, so the first part is a prediction. I had to make it a little bit bolder. Uh, but no, it's gonna it's gonna be competitive. I, I'm just playing. But I do do I, I do expect us to win. Uh, obviously, I hope that we win. Um, and, and yeah, I think it's gonna definitely be competitive. I, I'm not too worried about the Cowboys. If I do have to say who's gonna be the top competition with the the football team, it would probably be the uh, New York Giants. So um, yeah, should be interesting, man. And I'll I'll go ahead and I didn't even have this bold prediction written down right, but. I, this is a bold prediction that I, I just know is going to happen. We've talked about this in the past. I believe, and there, no one outside of the NFC East that's a New York Giants fan or a Washington football team fan even thinks this is remotely possible. Oh, I, I believe I know you're going to say, I got you. That the New York Giants and the Washington football team oh, yeah. will both be in the playoffs this year. One is a wild card, one is a division winner. And that's how much respect I have for what Washington has done, right? And that's how much confidence I have in in the growth of Daniel Jones this year, our offense, our defense, things like that. That's yeah. the bold prediction, guys. Yeah, no, completely agree. Uh, if two were going to make it out of the East, it'd be those two. And I definitely can see that happening. Um, so, yeah, no, I think that's a good, good bold prediction. I have another one for you. So, so go, me, go with your second. Yeah, let me paint this scenario for you. Paint it's it the, for me. It's the first preseason game uh, of the new season, right? It's the first third down of, uh, uh, of the preseason for the Washington football team's defense. What do you think happens? You tell me, Jack. The Predator, Chase Young, shows an amazing burst off the line, beats the left tackle, sacks Cam Newton. Not only is it a sack, but it's also a fumble. My bold prediction is 
Chase Young's going to lead the NFL not only in sacks but also forced fumbles, and he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. And I don't even think that's one of a prediction. I think Chase Young is an absolute stud and has a very good chance to do that. I'm a little surprised at the weakness of your bold predictions, Jack. Um, that those are not that bold of predictions. I feel like I feel like so those... so 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 Josh. The the difference between you and I is yeah, I could have came on here and said we're gonna win the the Super Bowl, but I'm also a realist and. You know, I, I want to, although, you know, when you, so let me, let me just, you know, all right, that's bold predictions hold on, hold for on, the Washington. Time out, time out, time out. These are bold yeah. predictions for the Washington football team. Hold on, hold on, Jack, uh, time If out. you've been Jack. a fan for 20 years, you would understand these are actually rather bold. Yeah, that's very true. Hey, Jack, time out. I got a, I got a live update. Are you ready? Uh-oh, that's it. The Mets have tied the game and it's 4-4. Against the Los Angeles Dodgers, let's go, baby. That's a that's a big game, man. That's a really big game against a really good team, stacked team. So no, that's that's huge. That's huge. All right, back to the ball. Sorry, guys. Back to the ball predictions. Yes, yes, that is true. But I I guess on on my side, Josh, of it, Josh, we've made the playoffs two years out of the past twenty. It's true. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm joking. Yeah, uh, probably the Chase Young could be. You know, probably not as bold because people know he's a monster. Monster. Um, Dude's a stud. But we'll see, man. Hey, I, I'm excited to see more Chase this year. That's for sure. He looks like he should. Um, you know, it looks like he's uh, improved in some areas, uh, specifically with, uh, you know, the way he's fighting off blocks and with his hands. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Yeah, and, and, and guys, as you can see, I'm very supportive of, of you know, Jack's teams. Like, I, I'm a realist, right? And I legitimately feel like, Washington football team has a great team this year. And I think that Chase Young is a game changer. Um, I hate that I have to face him twice a year uh, because he's an absolute stud. Um, but I do believe that uh, Andrew Thomas is going to take a, take a step this year and be able to neutralize him. I don't think he'll be able to stop him. I mean, it's Chase Young. He's a stud. But I think that we have a good opportunity to contain him, I will say. Um, cool. So, right. so wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. So what are you going to do about Montez Sweat, though? I'm not worried about Montez Sweat. Brother, you're tripping. I, listen, I, he's good, but I'm worried about Chase Young. Like Montez Sweat, yeah. Montez Sweat is is he's a good player, right? But he's not a Chase Young. Uh hey, you might be surprised this year, buddy. I'm telling you, he's a monster. Well, hey, hey, guys. You better chip both of them, man. You better have a running back and a fullback out there to chip them. Listen, you're gonna have, we will you're gonna have them. You better put like you got to have like eight people on the line to stop these boys. Hey, the great thing is, guys, we play the second Thursday or the second game on a Thursday. So we do, we do on on my birthday. So uh, I better be, you know, having my cake and eating it too. Uh, and I'll tell you, look, I'll tell you this much: that dub. Hey, that pint Saturday is going to be awesome. But fam, right, it might be on. a pint Thursday then, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we All might right, we might be doing an emergency pod. Hey, you guys want it? Let us know. We're totally down to do emergency pod and, and drop one on that Thursday. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a live pod during the game. Oh It'll be a God. lot of fun. Hey, it, I hope I hope it's a good game. Um, but you know, in the past, uh, I won't lie. The Giants have been tough for for the football team. Have roughed us up. So uh, 
you know, uh, Josh and I usually put uh, a few dollars on the game. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Something just a uh, friendly wager. And uh, I will say I've been on uh, the losing side quite a bit and uh, having to, to cash up the boy. Uh, usually upset, but it's all good. Looking forward to it, man. Yeah, football, football's here. So I'll go ahead and give you, uh, since you give me two bullpers, I'm going to give you two so far that I have. The first one is Sterling Shepard will lead the Giants in catches this year. So that's my first one, okay? My second one is our secondary will be a top three secondary in the NFL. What you got, Jack? Yeah, um, I'm good with uh, I'm good with the secondary because I think you guys have a solid secondary. I love your safeties. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Bradbury. Obviously, I think he's he's a really good player. So y'all had a good defense. So maybe y'all will be top three. Sterling Shepard, though, that is bold, man. He he's often injured, and y'all have so many playmakers. I mean. I, I don't know. I can see somebody like, um, you know, the, the rookie maybe getting more catches because he's going to they're going to focus on, uh, you know, your two top receivers. I can see him playing the slot and being open a lot and just getting more balls. I don't know. You guys also throw to Saquon quite a bit um, out of the backfield. Uh, Daniel Jones will, will drop it off to him. So we'll see. Um, if he leads your team in catches, great. Uh, but I think there's so many play playmakers, man. Y'all are going to spread it out. So Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll definitely spread it out. But he has looked – and I know camp is just camp, but Chef's looked amazing. I mean, he's yes. looked phenomenal out there. I've heard this. I've heard this before. You have, sir. You have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got for the third bold prediction? Ooh, that's here. Third bold prediction for the Washington football team. Um, let's see here. So I could I, I could probably say you know something that's very obvious. I think the the Washington football team's defense will end up ranking the in probably top two. Not gonna go that route. Um, I'm confident in the defense. So here's my 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 bold prediction: is that Ryan Fitzpatrick Fitzmagic will throw the most touchdowns by any quarterback in the NFC East. He's gonna throw more than Dak. He'll throw more than Daniel, and he'll throw more than Jalen. That is the bold prediction. He has I too like many it. weapons. I Logan like Thomas, Terry, Scary Terry. He's got Curtis Samuel. And do not sleep on on, on the boy Brown, the, the young rook, man, from UNC. Oh, he, he's gotta be a he's gonna be a monster, man. I'm telling you, he could take the he could take the, the, the lid off the defense. He he reminds me a lot of Scary Terry. Just somebody that's uh that, that can come in, knows the playbook, and make plays. I, I'm excited to, to see what Fitzmagic uh, does this year. I like it, man. I think that's a solid. I think that's a solid thing. Um, if, if it happens, I don't know, but uh, you know, I definitely do think you have some playmakers. Don't forget about Gibson either. He's a playmaker, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, you you definitely have some playmakers, playmakers, playmakers. Um, so I'm excited to see that. So so my third bold prediction is Rodarius Williams, which is Greedy Williams' brother. <laughs> And David Sills are going to be contributors on our defense and offense. And uh, you may not know who they are, um, but uh, uh, Greedy's, Greedy's brother, Rodarius, has been just balling in camp. Dudes look like an absolute stud. Six-round pick last year. And then David Sills has just looked like a monster, man. 
he's he's looked like and again it's just camp i get it you can't put too much stock into what happens during camp but i also think that given the opportunity these are nfl athletes right um and if you're making the plays in camp there is a good possibility right that it translate onto the actual field so those are my bold predictions that those two players are actually going to make a difference this year and potentially be game changers at some point during the season. And for David, what what are you what are you expecting from David? So I'm expecting from him. I'll, I'll go ahead and give you a stat line, right? That's it. Fifty catches. Okay. How many yards do you think I'm going to go with? Uh, Two hundred. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's four yards of ball. Six no. hundred yards. Okay. okay. Five TDs. So so. Why do you think, and that is very bold, uh, very bold. Why do you think I don't know who David is? Uh, just because, I mean, I don't know. You know, he's uh, he's he's been on the Giants since this past couple of years, kind of practice squad stuff like that. Um, but they're more they're more lower end prospects. But again, that's me doubting the knowledge of the great Jack McMullen, who literally knows every player. I'm an encyclopedia of, of football. Yeah, he played, at the, university, even, he played what, at the University of West, West Virginia. Uh, he West Virginia. He used to be a quarterback, but switched to as a wide receiver. He was actually signed by UFC when he was like 12 years old. I know exactly who he is. Look, I mean, guys, if you guys aren't witnessing greatness right now, you are. Did you hear come what on. Jack just spit out about a practice squad player? Yeah, come on, man. I, I know exactly who he is. Yeah, he guys, he, he, he liked the nation in, in catches at the uh, at West Virginia. Yeah, I'm familiar with him. Tweet us random college athletes, and I guarantee you, Jack knows a backstory on them. Yeah, I probably do. I hey, I read a lot, so that's what happens when you read mock drafts in September, brother. <laughs> and let's break down that. So if anybody doesn't know. Every year, um, it's kind of been the same thing for, for me and Jack, right? Um, uh, the, we're, there's so much optimism leading into this, the year. And by week four, the wheels have completely blown off. They're, the car is off the rails. Um, there's a small fire in the trunk. We lost four hubcaps. And we're doing mock drafts because oh, we yeah. know it's going to be a rough year. We we and by by game five, I've already started draft preparation, and I'm scouting the top you know five players that are that are <laughs> declaring for the draft. <laughs> See, when we got okay. Chase Young, I was literally like, I, I was already you know by that point we we're like zero and five, and I was like, yep, just lose out, get Chase, let's go. Yep, Jack, Jack's out there watching game tape of Chase from high school. I'm like, what are you doing tonight? He's like, yeah, I'm watching film on Chase Young. I'm like, it's week seven, Jack. What oh, are yeah. you doing? It? What Josh, are you doing? That, that was the, the infamous year where I would post uh, videos of me super hype when we score, and then by the end of the game, I'd be super depressed. Yeah, guys, these were amazing videos. So hot. And, I, of course, I screenshotted every one of them just because they're absolutely amazing where he'd be so hyped up. And then he would send a picture, and it'd be like 0-2 or 0-3. Like, just just – so funny, so funny. Oh, good times. Hey, man. Just to add something to that draft year, yeah. the Giants picked fourth. Oh, yeah. Weren't any better. It was the best. Remember, there was the Chase Young Bowl when we played each other. Chase Young Bowl, and y'all beat us. Thank God. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Chase Young's a baller, man. All right. Well, that was, a, that was our first scoop, guys. Uh, 
hey, your favorite team, let us know your bold predictions for your players. Love to hear them. Um, love to see if they come true. Uh, the best thing about podcasts is this is all recorded. So if any of our, if all of our bold predictions come true, hey, we can look back and say, hey, what a great pick. Next thing we have up is a very interesting situation that has developed uh, on the New Orleans Saints. Um, kind of the issues going on with Mike Thomas right now. And I got a cool shout out to Jack McMullen because Mike Thomas actually liked his tweet. He did. So Jack, he did indeed. So, so Jack, break down the tweet. Yeah. So uh, as you guys may be aware, Mike, Mike Thomas missed a lot of the last season uh, due to an injury. Uh, did did not get surgery, held out, and and eventually returned, but did not look like himself. Goes into the offseason, still doesn't get uh, surgery, and turns out that he, he's just not 100%. Uh, going into training camp, looks like he's going to have to get surgery. So I tweeted out, you know, uh, there's been some back and forth with Mike Thomas and the Saints. Uh, Saints not being happy that he held off getting surgery. Um, really... Uh, being pissed at the Saints, not really sharing why. I tweeted out, you know, I, my, my belief was that Mike Thomas uh, and, you know, the Saints didn't want Mike Thomas to get surgery last year uh, during the season because they wanted to make a run at the Super Bowl breeds. Um, but now, uh, like hypocrites, they're, they're mad at him because he's having to get surgery. Uh, and he did like the tweet. He did indeed. Which is pre- pretty cool. Indeed. I, 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 hey, he I, is I, my boy, man. I got you – know, Hey, first guest in the pod. What do you What do you think? Should I hit him up? <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, hey. Like Wayne Gretz, Wayne Gretzky. I can't talk tonight. Wayne Gretzky once said, "You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take." Hit him up on Twitter. Hey, man, we'd love to have you come on our podcast. Literally, hit him up, Jack. Why not? The worst he can do is not respond, which is, hey, it is what it is. Hey. Um. So, so let me ask you this, Jack. So, I'm the I'm the Saints GM. I say, hey, Mike, don't get your surgery. Right. Um, because we want to go for a Super Bowl. Um, so when did Mike actually get his surgery? Was it at the end of the year or was it? No, 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 no. So he didn't get surgery at the end of the year. He literally just got it like two weeks ago, brother, right before training camp. So that's my question. Yeah, he 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 uh, probably had the opportunity to get it right after the season because, you know, the Saints got bounced early, could have gotten it and been probably in a pretty good spot to start training camp start game one now he's really put himself in a in a bad spot and and the saints are paying him a boatload of money and since he's you know gotten his paycheck he really hasn't looked like the same player now i want to say that with the preference of you know he's been injured you know you can't can't really fault him for that but yeah you gotta take care of your body man should have you know I, i get like not wanting to go under the knife and like exploring you know, other, other ways to heal, but uh, at a certain point, you probably should just get it cleaned up. You're a professional athlete. It's your ankle. You're a wide receiver. Probably, probably best to just get it, uh, do the procedure that's being recommended to you. Uh, so, I mean, I I get both sides. I get why Mike Thomas is kind of like, Hey man, like, Oh, how convenient. Now you guys want me to get surgery. And, and then I also get the Saints side. Like, why the hell would you wait this long? We're paying you all this money. We need you. As a Saints fan, I would be, I would be, I'd be really upset, Josh. Yeah, no, I'd be aggravated. I yeah, mean, he's, I, he's, yeah, he's a stud receiver, and you don't have him. And how, how long is he out for again? 
Brother, I, I think it truly depends on the surgery, but I think it's anywhere from like eight to ten weeks. That's the whole. I mean, that's literally. I mean, okay. Let's let's pull the cart back for a second. The Saints are gonna be atrocious this year. Yeah. So, so, so it, all, yeah, it I, really I think, doesn't matter. Yeah. So let's let's uh, reset expectations for the Saints. Even if y'all <laughs> have Mike Thomas, y'all were gonna be a dumpster fire. Mike Thomas being out will just help you guys get that top pick. So yeah. maybe oh, it's a okay. blessing in disguise, man. You got a quarterback yeah. that literally can't throw the ball. Um, I'm talking about Taysom Hill. And then Jamin Winston is a walking turnover. So I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. The Saints have been winning their division. They've been in the playoffs for the past God knows long, you know, how long it's been. But they've won a lot. It's time for us, you know, uh, uh, us uh, franchises that have been through some, you know, been through the mud to get a little shine. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And let's fast forward in four months. The Washington football team finishes the year in 14. <laughs> the New York football place. Giants finish the year 1-17. and 17. And the Saints make the playoffs. Oh, Hey, that would that would uh, that would be our luck, man. We go in with high hopes. Literally, the Saints look like complete, you know, complete uh, dumpster fire, and then Sean Payton does his magic. You know, everything goes wrong for us. Uh, We have a ton of injuries, or or we just, you know, we think that Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be a competent quarterback, and all of a sudden he's just uh, crap. Uh, It could definitely happen. So, uh, knock on wood that it doesn't. Uh, But yeah. No, uh, you know, uh, should definitely be interesting. I don't think the Saints are going to be very good this year, and that's just me. Uh, so give me, so give me your over under on the Saints win total this year. Over under seven. Yeah, under, hundred percent. Ooh, over. Okay, over under five. Um, under. I like it. I'm I'm with you. Over under three. Over. I got him. At, I got him at four win. I got him at two. I got him at two. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, be uh, Jeremy would definitely have some words about this. But look, man, let's. Hey, maybe I, we get. Hey, we we. Hey, listen, the guys thing we there, haven't. Listen. The thing we haven't. So the quarterback is spotty. They don't have Mike Thomas, and then on top of that, they're going to be missing one of their top defenders. Like their defense isn't good. So I mean, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara can only do so much. I mean. Like they're not going to be a solid team, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. We'll see though. Hey, hey, with football, anything can happen. That's the beauty of football. Any All right, guys. Sunday, let's for sure. Let's go ahead and move into our third scoop of the night. Um, we are going to keep it in the NFL as our entire um, podcast has been about so far. We're going to give you guys uh, our sleeper picks for fantasy football. Um, obviously, a lot of drafts are going to be going on the next couple weeks. Um, preparing. I know I am um, the commissioner of the league. Jack is part of what we like to call our board, um, where we discuss different changes that we want to do to the league. If we want to keep it the same, what do we want to do? We are in a very serious league, if you don't know. You will get booted if you do not play. Like So, so Josh, I, w- I would like to uh, pause for, for half a second. Let's do a rewind. I want you to reintroduce me as the champion of the league because I did <laughs> win last last year. I won, so I, I am on the board, but I'm also the champ. That is correct, but he will not be repeating. That is another bold prediction because 
yours truly will be the champion this year, guys. So, Mark so, my words. Today, so I will be the Josh, you're leaving out another another little tidbit. So we're doing sleeper picks for fantasy. Definitely listen to me and not to Josh. I don't think Josh made the playoffs, but I'm not only the champion of this league, I am the champion of the other league that Josh invited me to. So appreciate you, Josh. I think, uh, you know, overall, I like $1,000, you know, probably bought the boy uh, his crib with that. So I appreciate you guys, the little man sleeping well tonight. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and guys, First of all, did I tie you in that one league, Jack? Josh, I'm not a history major. All I know is I won. That's fine. Either way, guys, we got some good picks for you. Uh, Josh, can we, hey, let's talk about the championship game. Did how, how bad did your team play? Oh, they played atrocious. Anyways, anyways, let's get into these sleeper picks. I just, I felt like you introduced me, but you left out the part that <laughs> I, am, I am the reigning champ. Uh, double champ, excuse me, the double champ. So, uh, yeah, I got some sleepers for you, man. You might, Josh, you might want to take notes if you want to, you know, level up. So, I got my first one for you. It's a running back. You're going to like this one, Jack. I'm confident. Okay. First sleeper pick for fantasy football 2021, Antonio Gibson, I love Washington it. football team. I love it. He's a stud. He's a stud, and you know what's best about Antonio Gibson is that he played wide receiver in college at Memphis. Exactly. So not only is he going to run the rock, but uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to use him more in the passing game. So I, I see him as being a true weapon uh, uh, that 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 will definitely uh, do well in in any of your fantasy football leagues, um, regardless of, of uh, how it's set up. Um, you know, I had I had Gibson last year and, and was. Uh, you know, reap the benefits of that. Although he got injured at the end of the year, uh, really produced well as a rookie, but expect more from him this year. So great sleeper pick for the people that aren't as familiar with Antonio Gibson, with him being on the Washington football team. We are going to be more nationally televised, so you guys are going to see him ball. Trust me. All right, what you got, Jack? What's your first sleeper pick? Yeah, so uh, let's see here. First sleeper pick for uh, the double champ, the god, as I go. Uh, by on fantasy football leagues i'm gonna go with logan thomas so i expect logan thomas to be a uh big time target for for ryan fitzpatrick almost like a uh, uh a safety gate for him somebody that's gonna dominate in the red zone he had a really solid year last year i expect him to be one of the t- top tight ends uh in the national football league he just got paid so he's under contract for three years um, and I expect m- more from him as well. So I know we have two sleepers on the Washington football team. It's kind of risky. Uh, but Logan Thomas is somebody <laughs> that I expect to be a, 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 you know, a highly utilized red zone target for Ryan Fitzpatrick or Taylor Heineke. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that, man. I think he's a stud. You, you guys give him a three-year deal, right? Yeah, three-year deal. Not too, uh, too crazy on the money. Um, he, he's a stud, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. Yeah, he's, a, he's an ex-quarterback, right? For Virginia Tech, my man. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Cool. So next sleeper pick I got for you. It's not. I wouldn't even call it a sleeper. It's more of a player that you're not going to draft high, right? And it is quarterback Matthew Stafford. And I think that he, in Sean McVay's system, with the weapons he has now, Cup, Woods, um, Henderson at running back, uh, he's got a solid tight end. 
Um, a really good team, good defense. Um, I think Stafford is going to absolutely explode this year. Um, so that's my second sleeper pick. I wouldn't. I call it a sleeper, but I wouldn't call it a sleeper. Right? Josh because... is out here. Josh is out here choosing all pro quarterbacks as his sleeper. Picks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to You want sleeper picks? Look, you want. Uh, you want to find the diamond in the rough. Um, Matthew Stafford's a pretty well recognized NFL player. Let Let me give you a diamond in the rough. He's a running back for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, he, he's not a running back that you probably heard of unless you watch college football. His name is Trey Sermon, and uh, he went to the University of Ohio State. Of Ohio, Ohio, State. State. Yeah. Ohio State. He fits Kyle Shanahan's uh, running game uh, perfectly. Uh, he's a bigger back. He's explosive. Uh, he would have he done really well in the national championship game if he did not get hurt. I think he's going to uh, eventually walk away as uh, running back number one in uh, the Niners system. And he's somebody that I would draft, you know, second to last round, last round, and stash on my bench. So when he does get the, the opportunity to shine, he dominates. See, I'm giving away uh, insider trade information here. Josh is going to use this against me in our league. And potentially, Josh, we might have to set up where we have to split the winnings. Uh, but yes, that that is a sleeper pick for you. It's not a all pro uh, running back. It, it it is somebody coming into the league that no one's heard of. That's probably going to go undrafted. I, I would bet money that uh, you know he's going to go undrafted because no one knows of him, uh, unless you you know watch OSU. Draft him last round. Staff him. Stash, uh, stash him on your bench. And then once he gets his time to shine, you're going to see uh, – I think you're going to reap the benefits. And, guys, I'll tell you now that I will be taking him before Jack and just a troll. <laughs> and he does nothing. <laughs> and he's absolutely terrible. Hey, how many picks did we have last year where – I remember during the fantasy draft, we both were like, man, I respect that. Like, great pick, Josh. Great pick, Jack. And they were atrocious. They oh, did yeah. nothing. We had all these high hopes. I think Daryl Henderson was one of them for the Rams, and he was terrible. Yeah, th- those terrible. Were, those were your picks, Josh. I, I won the league. <laughs> my my team was pretty solid. So uh, speak for yourself, man. All right, I got I got a better sleeper for you. Okay, um, by the name of Travis Etienne. Okay, okay. I yeah. think that he, similar to Trey Sermon, he's a young back, rookie year. Um, but I think Trevor Lawrence or Gardner Minshew. I mean, I don't even know why they're having a smoke screen. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it's Trevor Lawrence. It, it, it's Trevor Lawrence. Either way, I think that offense is going to hum with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's a generational talent. He's a stud. He's not going to be the best quarterback in the NFL next year because it's his rookie year and he's going to have some growing pains. But Travis Etienne is he, – he's not just a running back. He's like a wide receiver, right? He, he's everywhere. Yeah, he's um, playing. He's they have him lining up as a wide receiver in Jacksonville. So FYI, Urban Myers putting him out wide. Like he's he's playing wide receiver. He's practically playing two positions. That's literally insane. I wonder if he's going to be multi. I would assume he's going to be multi-position eligible. Then on. Uh... Yeah, I mean that would be that would be awesome. You know, to have a running back that's getting split out and he and he's uh you know labeled as both. Um, that's dynamic but I, I love that when I picked up Taysen uh, Hill when he was still uh, you know categorized as a tight end when he was playing quarterback but so funny. Uh, yeah yeah no that that's a, that's a good sleeper man I, I've definitely thought about Travis because I think uh, I expect big things out of him 
more probably in the passing game than the running game because you know they have James Robinson and he's a pretty good running back. But I see him. I, I see him as a playmaker. They're gonna put the ball in his hands, whether it's screens or little little dump offs or under routes. Uh, really excited to see what uh, Jacksonville looks like this year with uh, you know all the new toys uh, and uh, Duval. What what's the, what's the overall the over under for wins for Jacksonville this year? From myself or what I'm reading? For we'll we'll do an over under at six. Over. I like it. I like it, Jack. We're locked in on these predictions. <laughs> over under eight. So, I think if they get seven ones, that's a really good season. Like that's that's such an improvement over last year, right? Yeah. Um, but I I could see them at the eight. Eight wins. Um, I think eight wins is is definitely in reach. I will go under um, to keep things, uh, you know, realistic. But I, I think they could hit eight wins. You know, if if Trevor Lawrence comes in and he looks like Justin Herbert, uh, and he's just that damn good, he's going to elevate them. He's going to win them three to four Absolutely. more games alone. Absolutely. So we'll see. We'll see, man. Definitely not going to be the worst team in that in that division. That's going to be the Houston Texans. Who, who their their division's weak too. I think oh, they yeah. can win the division. You think they're beating the Colts? I mean, I just don't know. You you don't know what you're getting with Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger. You yeah. don't know what you're getting. They're they're rookie quarterback. They could be amazing. But all right, would what you, about what, pers- what about the what about the Tennessee Titans? They Tennessee Titans teams. are good. Yeah, they got a good team, dude. They have a very good team, and they got Julio Jones. You so, forgot about the Tennessee Titans. I, I legit forgot about the Titans. Let me pull that statement back. The Jacksonville <laughs> Jaguars will be finishing second in the yeah, division. The Titans are good, man. Ryan Tannehill and uh, Derrick Henry it, and A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Julio, yeah. Isn't it crazy uh, how uh, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill was thrown to the wayside and then became an absolute stud? I'm just Tennessee. thinking about like if my uh, my football team had bounced on you know jumped on uh, Ryan Tannehill three or four years ago when he made his move how much better we would be because he's such a good quarterback like yeah he's never going to be like the superstar but he is so good at just driving down the field he's actually got some wheels on him I had him in fantasy last year in our, our two quarterback league dude him and, and Pat Patty Mahomes oh my god Ryan Tannehill balls dude. Yeah, he's a good quarterback, man. He's a good quarterback. What so so what you got for uh what's your third sleeper, man? What you got? Are you gonna give me an all pro quarterback, an all pro wide receiver, or are you gonna give me a sleeper pick? No, I'll give you let me give you a true sleeper pick. And let's see here. Um so all right, yeah. Uh sleeper pick number three from the double champ. Uh it's gonna be a cat on the jet. So uh, you know, don't get your hopes up if you draft them and uh, you know. He he doesn't do well. But Hold on, don't I, I, don't don't say anything. Can I yeah. can I let me ask you this question? Yeah. Was his college the University of Florida? No. Okay, never mind. Go Who did you think it was? Go ahead. Who did you think it was? Go ahead. <laughs> Carry no. on, sir. Did you think it was gonna be um the running back? I did. Hell no, it's not him. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> Moving you, on, sir. You thought it was LaMichael uh, Pirine? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was LaMichael Pirine. Nah, it's not, my boy. It's a kid from Ole Miss, Moore. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's a stud, man. Elijah Moore? That's Elijah not a sleeper. Uh, okay, Jack. Here, Josh, guys, how's he not listeners? a sleeper? He, he's a rookie drafted in the second round, 
going to the Jets of all places. Yeah, you and, and no right. one knows who Elijah Moore is. Yeah, good point. You and, and I Wilson know because we started good. draft preparation back in October. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and just a, just a, uh, you know, just a, like a little ticker at the bottom of the screen right now. Me and Jack actually watch the draft together every year, and we literally sit round by round and watch oh, the yeah. picks. And the best part is. I have a streaming service called AT&T Now, which is now it's going to be called like DirecTV Stream or something. And my TV is always like two seconds behind. And Jack has like traditional cable. So he has to pause it and catch up so it doesn't ruin the picks. Oh, yeah. But we literally we literally watch the draft every year. It's a tradition now. Hey, hey, Josh, let's just flash back to uh, last year when we took Antonio Gibson in the draft. And I had no idea who he was. Remember? <laughs> that was they had, him, they had him labeled. They still had him labeled as a wide receiver. And I was like, I was so hyped. I was like, it's a playmaker. Who is it? I was like, Antonio Gibson from Memphis. Who the hell's that? Literally no clue. Jack, I wish I had a video camera to just watch Jack. And then mine, mine are not aggressive. I'm just like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand that pick at all. And Jack does the same thing. You were so hyped for Antonio Gibson. You're like, who? Yeah, that's that's, that's funny. Yeah, LJ Moore is going to be, or Elijah Moore. I always say LJ. Uh, Elijah Moore is going to be my my third sleeper. Uh, Playing for the Jets. We'll see what uh, Wilson, Wilson turns out to be. I think based off what I read, though, he looks really good in training camp. Supposedly got nicked up the other day, but nothing serious. And then I'm reading all these comments from all these all-pro wide receivers in the league, OBJ, uh, A.J. Brown, saying he, he knows stuff at his age that I didn't, I didn't know then. He's, he's the next one up. Um, so, yeah, I'm buying into the hype. Let's go, baby. I'll, I'll spend that late-round pick on, on him if he's available and uh, – Put them on the put them on the team, the winning, you know, the championship team. So, guys, I will be taking Trey Sermon and Elijah Moore in my draft. Hey, that hey, I'm telling you, man, these are these are trade secrets. All right, let let let's give one more piece of fantasy advice. So, moving to our mystery scoop. So, Jack, agree or disagree with the with the following statement? You ready? Yeah. Calvin Ridley will be a top five receiver next year. This is me thinking. Give me a sec. Go ahead. I put you on the spot. Agreed. 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 I like it. I like it. I agree. But too but many. so top five. But I expect him to be right on the edge of five to six. So I can yep. see him being at the five range. He's not going to be one or two or three. No. Nope. Um, Stefan Diggs. You know Hopkins. All, all those cats are still way uh, you know above him. But I, I with Julio gone. Uh, and Ron, well, obviously Julio's kind of been gone with his injury uh, in the past few seasons. But, yeah, I, I could definitely see him being top five. And if he's yep, not, he just he just misses it by by a little bit. But he he's good, man. That's a good player. Um, that's a second-round second pick in your fantasy draft right there, guys. Indeed. All right, Jack, what, uh, uh, what do we got for our mystery scoop tonight? All right, boys, uh, little and, and girls, uh, excuse me. A little mystery scoop, uh, you know, obviously uh, Pint Saturday focused mainly on sports topics uh, ranging from football, baseball, basketball. Uh, but for this mystery scoop, I'm uh, going to discuss something that's also uh, dear to my heart, uh, movies, films. I'm uh, going to do a quick little review on a movie that I recently watched. Uh, not, spoiler free, so don't worry, you don't have to put the earmuffs on. 
definitely uh, going to discuss it. Uh, Josh, I believe you haven't seen the movie. Uh, I want to get your get your thoughts, uh, you know, if you're going to watch or, or not uh, after the review. Anyways, we're okay. going to jump right into it. I am a big comic book nerd. Uh, and the movie that I'm going to discuss is The New Suicide Squad by James Gunn. If you guys don't know who James Gunn is, he's like one of the top directors in the game. Uh, he, d- he did The Guardian of the Galaxy. He, he did, uh, you know, a ton of good films. Just a, a great director. So Suicide Squad is a uh, based on a DC comic. Um, and it is about uh, putting together a group of uh, villains, um, bad guys, that the government, uh, you know, uh, makes them go do what they would call a suicide mission. Uh, and basically they put little bombs or implant little bombs inside their brains. And if they don't do the mission, they, they kill them. Uh, so anyways, James, they, they did a Suicide Squad movie about four years ago. On, to be honest with you, it was sort of trash. James Gunn, though, uh, his vision of this movie, it, it's exactly what you expect from a suicide comic book. It's gritty. It's funny. Uh, there's tons of gore and death. Like, no one's safe. There's actual consequences to the movie. Uh, you know, typically with a, a superhero movie, uh, you know, there's no consequences. You don't expect Superman to die. And this, any of the characters, any of the supposedly the heroes, the anti-heroes, could, could die at any moment. And, and it makes for a very fun and entertaining movie. Uh, it's roughly two hours. So if you're a new dad, you know, definitely going to have to do this late night. Uh, but definitely broken worth, up into eight segments. Yeah, <laughs> broken up into eight segments. Definitely worth it, though, if you're just looking for something fun, uh, comedy, as well as action-packed. Um, you know, I, I watched it with the wife, uh, you know, and she's not the biggest uh, superhero comic book movie person. I said, you know, babe, did, did you enjoy that? Was that was that fun for you? And she said, yes, no, that held my attention. It was really funny and a lot of good uh, good action scenes. So that being said, I would definitely highly recommend Suicide Squad, even if, uh, you know, even if you have to break it up over a couple different segments as a new dad. You know, in my books, the Suicide Squad was done right. I would give it a 9 out of 10 uh, and definitely think that uh, it, it's worth the peep and hoping, uh, really hope that James Gunn, comes back and like uh directs a sequel uh i think there's there's more to be desired there so uh definitely highly recommend and this is coming from a guy that uh you know i love films and movies so definitely pete the suicide squad it's on hbo max you could stream it or you can risk your life and go to a movie theater just where you're <laughs> that is some high praise from jack now and that is a solid rating um so guys you want to peep the movie? Let us know what you think, right? Um, Jack gave it a 9 out of 10, which is a very solid rating. Jack, how many 9 out of 10s do you generally give when it comes to movies? I feel like you're more of like a 7 or 8 guy um, because you're very critical of how good they actually are. What would you say? Yeah, no, I, I, I become pretty tough in my ratings. Uh, yeah, 9 out of 10, I thought the acting was really well and, and uh, the directing and actually the screenplay was really good. Um, in terms of just the overall you know, storytelling, it, it – there's no dry parts. It's, it's, it's fun and entertaining, you know, a couple really good actors in the movie. Um, and what, one of the surprise, like uh, surprise performances was actually from John Cena, who plays a character called peacemaker. It's awesome. Yeah. He's, he's hilarious, man. Like 
you would never expect this from a ex WWE wrestler, but he's hilarious. Like there's moments in the scene that you just burst out laughing. And uh, yeah, it was just really fun. They also have um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Robbie Margit, Margit, I believe. Uh, but not sure. Yeah, yeah, no, she kills it. And then uh, the the guy that played Charles in The Office is in it. He's like the lead. Oh, character. Uh, yeah, he's a good actor, man. Yeah, uh, Iris, I think his name's Iris, or yeah, Iris. Yeah, uh, he he was really solid in it, man. So definitely, definitely recommend watching it, Josh, uh, if you haven't, and and we'll recommend it to the people. You know, you don't even have to be into comic books if you're just looking for something that's uh, quick and quick and fun. Uh, peep it. And let us know. Let us know what you, you think. You you heard it here first, guys. Keep it on HBO Max. Hey, yeah. speaking of The Office, uh, the Charles episode, any of you Office fans out there, me and Jack are diehard Office fans, literally can watch it over and over again. Jack, do you remember when Charles was in The Office and when he first got there and Michael kept calling, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what is What was the CF? David. He kept calling David, and he finally got on the phone, and he made the statement. He goes, David, you know I thrive off lack of accountability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, th- those are some of the best episodes, man. Uh, yeah, m- my favorite part is when uh, Charles is, like, really into soccer, and then Andy uh, <laughs> pretends that he's into soccer, and then th- they all go outside to play soccer. And, uh, uh, um, yeah, they're out there uh, playing soccer, and they got uh, – what was the what is uh jim yeah jim he's like what are you gonna play pitch are you gonna play striker he's like i'll play left he's like huh? <laughs> i'll play left then he kicks it and wax uh uh wax the girl right in the face you know the, the office is is classic so awesome so awesome well guys uh we have had another awesome episode ton of fun jack had a lot of fun tonight man enjoyed uh hitting hitting our, our listeners with the scoops um, any closing thoughts before we end the project? Uh, no closing thoughts. I think uh, just want to share uh, really quickly that you know, Josh and uh, and myself, uh, our, our podcast studio is currently in our Tacoma, so I'm I'm sweating <laughs> profusely right now. So um, no, but it, it was worth it. It definitely enjoyed the scoops, Josh. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know the people enjoy. You know, uh, engage, reach out, and uh, looking forward to you know seeing some feedback. So yeah, no, appreciate it, my boy. And we will uh, we will be ready for you guys next Saturday with some new scoops, um, maybe a special guest, which was the bold prediction, which I think we will have a special guest next week. But again, guys, thank you for listening. Um, uh, we are glad to bring you the scoops every single week. It's our favorite night. It's your favorite night. And don't forget, it's the pod for the people. You guys have a good night. Later.